Presidential candidate John McCain has distanced himself from two prominent pastors. Does he have his own Jeremiah Wright problem? And a new study shows that only 1% of the population in America claim to be atheist. Why then are we subjected to the complaints and lawsuits of the atheist minority? We'll discuss it with William J. Federer today on Jerry Johnson Live from Criswell College. Join us as we look at today's news from the Christian worldview for Christ and culture. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. December 7th, 1941, a date which will live in infamy. I have a dream. It depends upon what the meaning of the word is. Yes. And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Welcome to Jerry Johnson Live. For the next hour, this is your place for relevant discussion of topics in the news and in our culture from a Christian perspective. Your host is Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Later in the show, we'll open the toll-free lines for your questions and comments. You may also email us at talk at jerryjohnsonlive.com. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson. All I can tell you is that I'm very proud to have Pastor John Hagee's support. He has support and respect throughout the nation. All right, that is John McCain. He's running for president of the United States, and he's talking about the endorsement from Pastor John Hagee. He says, I'm happy to have this endorsement. Here he is on another occasion. I'm glad to have his endorsement. Okay, he was saying there he was glad to have his in- endorsement, even after controversial comments from John Hagee had been aired. And there's another well-known preacher that McCain is happy to have, to receive the endorsement of, here he is. And I'm very honored today to have one of the truly great leaders in America, a moral compass, a spiritual guide, Pastor Rob Parsley, who is here. And thank you for... All right, he didn't even know his name, but it was uh, Rod Parsley. So there it is, John McCain receiving the endorsement of John Hagee, receiving the endorsement of Rod Parsley. Now today we read that he is disavowing both endorsements. We also read today that John McCain is cancer-free, but apparently not um, free uh, from the controversy of these two preachers. They had endorsed him, he had received that endorsement, and today he is disavowing the endorsement of John Hagee and Rod Parsley. Now, why is this happening? Is it fair? Is it fair to McCain? Does he have his own Jeremiah Wright problem? What is it that these men have said or done that causes McCain now to reject their endorsement? We're going to listen to their words in just a minute because John Hagee not only has said things about the Catholic Church, but some things about Adolf Hitler. And finally, this has caused, caused McCain to distance himself. And also, Rod Parsley, what has he said about Islam that has caused John McCain to reject that endorsement? Later in the program today, 
uh, fascinating new study that has come out saying that only, get this, only 1% of the population in America claim, claim to be atheist. 1%! In spite of all of these books, like The God Delusion and God is Not Great, and Sam Harris's letter to America, uh, in spite of all these atheist books, less than 1% of the population atheist. But why is it that we're subjected to complaints and lawsuits? Um, we can't have prayer in school or prayer at the football game or crosses on the side of the hill. Uh, why is it that these atheists are so influential? We're going to talk to William Federer, historian at the half hour. You don't want to miss that. But first, let's go back and uh, let's talk about John McCain, because we know that uh, McCain is struggling with conservative Republicans to get their support, especially evangelicals. So what did McCain do? Well, McCain said, uh, I'm going to take the endorsement of John Hagee. I'm going to take the endorsement of Rod Parsley. I'm going to build an evangelical base. But he picked the wrong people, evidently, because today he's disavowed both. Now, here are the comments from John Hagee, the new comments. We know the Catholicism uh, comments, anti-Catholicism comments, uh, several weeks ago. We played those on the air. We had an entire hour about this theme. Uh, but today, some new comments from John Hagee that have been made public. And these are the comments that has caused, these comments have caused John McCain to say, I reject now the endorsement of John Hagee. Here he is on the Jews and Adolf Hitler. Again, he said unto me, prophesy unto these bones and say unto them, All you dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. And he spoke to them, and they stood, and they became an exceeding great army, meaning they physically came to life. Now, how is God going to bring them back to the land? The answer is fishers and hunters. The answer is given in Jeremiah 16, verse 15 and following. God says in Jeremiah 16, Behold, I will bring them, the Jewish people, again into their land that I gave unto their fathers. That would be Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Behold, I will send for many fishers, and after will I send for many hunters, and they, the hunters, shall hunt them. That will be the Jews. From every mountain and from every hill and from out of the holes of the rocks. If that doesn't describe what Hitler did in the Holocaust, you can't see that. Okay, so... John Hagee saying from Jeremiah that God would send hunters. That passage teaches God sends hunters. And then Hagee says, that's Hitler. Now here's John Hagee again on God sending or allowing Hitler to hunt the Jews. Then God sent a hunter. A hunter is someone who comes with a gun and he forces you. Hitler was a hunter. And the Bible says, Jeremiah writing, they shall hunt them from every mountain and from every hill out of the holes of the rocks, meaning there's no place to hide. And that will be offensive to some people. Well, dear heart, be offended. I didn't write it. Jeremiah wrote it. It was the truth, and it is the truth. How did it happen? Because God allowed it to happen. Why did it happen? Because God said, my top priority for the Jewish people is to get them to come back to the land of Israel. All right, if you're listening carefully, uh, John Hagee here saying, look, God had a priority to get the Jews back to Israel, and he sent a hunter, and that hunter was Adolf Hitler. Another place he said God allowed this hunter. So I want to be fair to Pastor Hagee. 
And he said, some people are going to be offended. Dear heart, bless your heart if you are offended. Maybe he was talking to John McCain. I don't know. But John McCain is offended. Now, let me remind you of something. A couple of weeks ago, um, Hagee's anti-Catholic comments were played, and John McCain condemned the comments, but still accepted the endorsement of Hagee. Let's hear that now. Your own campaign acknowledged that you should have done a better job of vetting oh, sure, Pastor Hagee. Oh, sure. So was it a mistake to solicit and accept his endorsement? Oh, probably. Sure. But the, uh, I, I, uh, I admire and respect Dr. Hagee's leadership uh, of, the, of his church. I, I admire and appreciate his advocacy for the state of Israel, the independence and freedom of the state of Israel. I condemn remarks that are made. Uh, that uh, that has anything to do, which is condemning of the Catholic Church. But uh, so, uh, so you no longer want his endorsement. Many things. I'm glad to have his endorsement. All right, he said, "I'm glad to have his endorsement." That's after Hagee criticized Catholicism. But today, this is too far. Now, John McCain says, because John Hagee, it's revealed. His saying that God used or sent Adolf Hitler to get the Jews back to the promised land. And here's my question for you. Uh, is this enough for John McCain uh, to disavow the endorsement? And it's not just John Hagee. In a moment, we're going to be talking about Rod Parsley, and we're going to play some of his preaching because McCain today disavowed the endorsement of these two preachers, John Hagee and Rod Parsley. Why did he do it? Why did he... Make the mistake in the first place. Why didn't he vet these two men, so to speak? We've already got a caller on the line, Lee from Plano. Lee, what do you make of all this? Well, I think a lot of people wonder about John Hagee. Uh, he does work for the uh, for Israel. He does. Uh, yes, he does. But he, um, a lot of his uh, statements have been very controversial and offensive to Christians, especially Messianic Christians. Uh, he does not endorse the, the Messianic Church or, you know, um, Jewish people who have come to accept Messiah as, as um, mm-hmm. I should say, to accept Jesus as Messiah. And I don't understand that at all. And I he is uh, very close to the dual covenant um, position. You know, years ago, Jerry Falwell's paper uh, ran an expose on McCain's position, uh, essentially that Jews did not have to believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Uh, Who did that? uh, Jerry Falwell's old magazine uh, ran an article, uh, a criticism, a critique of of Hagee on that issue. And uh, we have have done a a modern update on that on this show, I guess about a year ago. And, of course, Hagee is saying now he does believe that Jews must receive Jesus as Messiah. When did he say that? Uh, Again, I think this was about uh, a year ago, but he is... Uh, he's been unclear on that, to say well, the, the least. The he, book he's written doesn't seem to uh, support that statement. I haven't, haven't actually read the book, but I've heard his comments about it and his uh, telling people about about well, the book. And uh, uh, Exactly, exactly. You're right, Lee. In fact, we've played those quotes. In fact, I'll try to find those quotes at the break. I think they may still be in our system. I don't know. but This may be uh, the Lord's rebuke through uh, John McCain. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I do understand what he's saying about Hitler, or at least I think I do, that just like Joseph and his brothers meaning it for evil, yes. and God turned it into good. I think that's what he's trying to say about Hitler. Well, that's a deeper theological question, and I think you're, 
you're really on to a point that should be explored. I mean, at one point, Hagee said God sent Hitler as the hunter. Another yeah. point, he said God allowed Hitler. And I think, I think and I think Christians understand that God is sovereign. God is in control. And uh, Orthodox theological statements have said for years, God either causes or permits all things. Right. That's very hard for the major news media to get that. Uh, but if you right, believe in the it's so- hard for some Christians to get. Well, it. it is. But if you believe in the sovereignty of God, certainly God foreknew what was going to happen. Certainly God was aware of what was about to happen. Yes. Certainly God could have stopped what was yes, about to happen. It. He allowed it. Well, why did he allow it? Well, he allows some freedom out there. But if it's going to happen, God can use it for something positive. Exactly. We know yeah, Romans eight twenty eight teaches that. Maybe he should have been more clear in his comment to explain that. Yes. Well, this is what happens when they take one sound bite. Is it the same though with Jeremiah Wright? Is his, uh, you know, are no. his faux pas uh, sound bites taken out of context? No, no, no. Because yeah. uh, when his statements don't need anything around them, they are, they are out and out blatant yeah. uh, statements that. Stand alone. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any way that you can put the context that we've put on these Hagee statements to the Jeremiah Wright statements. Again, the number is 800-881-9270. Lee, thank you for calling so much. And we invite other callers to call in, 800-881-9270. And um, actually, I want us to uh, zip ahead, if we were here, to Rod Parsley, because when we come back, we're going to um, we're going to hear... Rod Parsley, John McCain today, disavowing the endorsement of Rod Parsley. Islam is an anti-Christ religion that intends through violence to conquer the world. All right, that's just too hot for John McCain. He wanted the endorsement of Rod Parsley. He wanted the endorsement of John Hagee. He needs conservatives, particularly evangelical conservatives, to come on board. Why? Because James Dobson said last year, under no circumstances would he endorse John McCain for president. Where did he say that? He said it right here on Jerry Johnson Live. That soundbite went to CNN, went to Fox, went to MSNBC, and McCain had an evangelical problem. He sought the endorsement of Hagee. He sought the endorsement of Parsley before he knew that much about them. And today he's had to disavow the endorsement of these two preachers. What in the world is going on? The number is 800-881-9270. To be fair with Hagee, we're going to play his explanation in just a minute. When we come back, you'll hear Hagee explain what he meant. Then we'll hear Rod Parsley, and the calls are lining up. You call us as well. If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. 
You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, President of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. Speaking as a private individual, I would not vote for John McCain under any circumstances. All right, that's Dr. James Dobson. Right here on Jerry Johnson Live last year, reacting to John McCain on the issue of homosexual marriage, because at that time, John McCain had said he would support something like gay marriage. Since then, McCain has changed his position. In fact, in a public way this week, he changed that position, um, speaking to Ellen DeGeneres. But uh, McCain has had an evangelical problem, to say the least. Conservative Republicans hesitant to support McCain, especially conservative Christians hesitant to support McCain. McCain, I think in response, seeking the endorsement of prominent evangelicals. Who did he go to? Well, he went to John Hagee. He went to Rod Parsley. But there's a problem. He really wasn't aware of what these men evidently were preaching or teaching. And so Hagee said some things about the Catholics a few weeks ago. McCain disavowed that, but still accepted the endorsement. Today, though, McCain disavowing Hagee because of what he said about Hitler and also disavowing Rod Parsley. Why? What do you think about it? To be fair to Hagee, and after this we'll go to the callers, to be fair to Hagee, let's play Hagee's explanation on Hitler. To hear people who know nothing about me or my life's work claim that I somehow excuse the Holocaust is simply untrue and heartbreaking. Let me be clear. To assert that I in any way condoned the Holocaust or that monster Adolf Hitler is the most vicious of lies. Okay, so that's John Hagee. Now, folks, I happen to know at least enough about this man to know he is pro-Israel. I don't know hardly any evangelical leader out there today that is more supportive of the state of Israel. He could be called a Zionist. He really is hardcore in his support for Israel. It's unfair to say he's anti-Semitic. We've got Amy on the line from Rockwall. Amy, what do you make of all this? Hi. Um, I was just calling because I'm a little familiar with Hagee, Pastor Hagee, and a little familiar with Rod Parsley, and they have different preaching styles, and I think they preach to a different audience, but um, I'm familiar enough with them to know that um, Pastor Hagee um, and Rod Parsley are, um, that, like you said, they are very strong in support of Israel. I think they even have an organization that regularly goes goes to the White House. They to, do. Um, they have an annual dinner in Washington D.C. A pro-Israel dinner. Yeah, and, to appeal and, to the leadership on behalf of Israel. That's right. And, and McCain is was the top ranking, top ranking government person at the last dinner. Oh, I did not. I McCain didn't was there. Yes, for that dinner. Um, I. I I when I first heard what um, Pastor Hagee said without hearing his actual excerpt, it sounded a little harsh to me. But um, G- G- some of the things that Jesus said were hard yes. to swallow for the leadership of his day, especially those who didn't have eyes to see and ears to hear. And um, it doesn't seem like someone who um, is not offended by abortion and is not offended by homosexuality. Um, if they don't necessarily have the heart of God, then it's going to be hard for them to receive the um, the, the more substantial teachings that that just reflect what's going on today. Um, and it just seems like 
maybe maybe McCain does not have a um, Christian belief of his own, so he didn't necessarily choose pastors that reflect his own Christian belief. He just chose Bingo. some pastors that he's familiar with, maybe. Well, I think, uh, Amy, thank you so much for that call, but I think you hit the nail on the head. McCain doesn't know the landscape when it comes to evangelical theology, evangelical preachers, and uh, he's all over the map if you look at this guy's history. Now, I'm happy to say I think he's been attending a Baptist church in Arizona, but uh, he I don't think he's a member. I don't know how involved he is, and I don't want to sit in judgment. But look, he, he doesn't really know the evangelical scene. I, I don't think he has a doctrinal sense. I don't think of, uh, of discernment about what Hagee, what Parsley believe, uh, where they come from. And I think, you know, he just made a big mistake. These are not um, safe choices for him if he's looking for evangelical endorsements. And uh, today he's had to disavow both of them. Now, let's go to hear what John McCain said about Rod Parsley. And I'm very honored today to have one of the truly great leaders in America, a moral compass, a spiritual guide, Pastor Rob Parsley, who is here. And thank you for... All right, once again, McCain not only does not know the evangelical scene, he doesn't even know this guy's name, as far as I can tell. And he um, certainly didn't know that this guy preaches hot and heavy on all sorts of issues. And, uh, I mean, he's one of the... He pushes the envelope. And uh, let's hear Rod Parsley uh, on Islam here, because this is the kind of language that today caused John McCain to disavow Rod Parsley. Islam is an anti-Christ religion that intends through violence to conquer the world. All right. So John McCain said, oh, I didn't know that about Rod Parsley. He said that today. I'm disavowing him as uh, someone who would endorse my candidacy. What do you think of this? We've got Charles on the line from Dallas. Charles, is this a case of politicians trying to use the preachers, and uh, but uh, they get bit? I think that's very much what it is. You know, I think that, uh, that Hagee and Parsley are very borderline heretics. But, uh, but what disturbs me more is, is McCain's willingness to use them to get what he wants. And I'm real disturbed by the idea that, uh, of the evangelicals saying, well, we just need to go ahead on and vote for McCain because he's a Republican and he's the better of two evils. Who would you vote? I, I really Who do you support? Wake up and, and, and vote for vote more of our conscience. And if it's somebody in a third party, then let the Lord uh, deal with, with who, who gets elected. Hey, thanks for that call, Charles. Uh, we've got another caller on the line, Sydney. Sydney, thank you for calling. What's your view? Uh, I think that uh, we're getting we get we're starting to micro look at the the endorsements instead of. Just the candidate. Yes, yes. And uh, I, I see this in right too. I'd, I'd like rather know what what Obama feels like and what McCain's mm-hmm. views are than about every little endorsement that they come up yeah. with. Yeah, I think that's a really interesting observation, Sydney. Because you know, endorsement means what? It means credibility by association, mm-hmm. uh, enhanced image by association. 
but does it also mean guilt by association? And, you know, that might be a two-way street. I think that's what these politicians are finding out, that they're negatives. Let's go back to Rod Parsley here on Islam. Here's Rod Parsley. I do not believe our nation can truly fulfill its divine purpose until we understand our historical conflict with Islam. I know that this statement sounds extreme, but I'm not shrinking back from its implications. The fact is that America was founded. I'm going to stagger you right now. America was founded in part with the intention of seeing this false religion destroyed. And I believe September 11, 2001 was a general generational call to arms that we can no longer ignore. All right. Well, that's Rod Parsley saying America was founded in part to destroy Islam. Oh, that's too hot for John McCain. He says, I'm not going to take that endorsement anymore. I thought this guy, Ram or Ron Parsley, well, it was Rod Parsley. He said, I thought he was one of the great moral leaders in America, but not anymore. He doesn't want that endorsement. Uh, what do you think of this gaffe? Let's go to Robert on the line. Robert, thank you for calling. Uh, what's your view? Robert, are you there? Hello, can you hear me? I, I can, can hear you. You okay. might want to turn your radio. I the press uh, gag our preachers. I, I'm more concerned about John McCain's being double-minded and baffling. I, I don't get offended when preachers preach something. I can always choose what to listen to. Mm. But McCain is dangerous. That's my opinion. Thank you so much, Robert. Well, you know, he said last year he could support gay marriage. He says this year he can't support gay marriage. He said he liked these men. He believed in them. They were great leaders. All of a sudden, he's disavowing them. What in the world is going on? Let's have Bill on the line from Dallas. Yes, uh, I was going to make a comment. I think uh, John McCain actually uh, shot himself in the foot. Uh, basically, if you look at the last two elections, they've gone down to the wire, both elections. And if it weren't for the evangelicals pushing like they did, uh, Bush would not have gotten elected either one. But because of that, he, they did. And in this particular case, He's done shot himself in the foot. Unless things change down the road, if they stay the way they are, there's no way he's going to beat either Obama or Clinton in the way he's going. And uh, the endorsements are real important because the endorsements state what you believe. And if you're going to endorse somebody, just like you just said about the flip-flop on the gay issue, he's endorsed it, and then basically he stands by it, uh, whether he tells you he doesn't or not. But he's endorsed all these things. Now all of a sudden he's changing his mind. So he's really got himself in a quandary right now. All right. Thank you so much for calling. Now let's hear again Rod Parsley on Muhammad. Muhammad received revelations from demon spirits, not from the living God. Okay, so that caused John McCain to disavow the endorsement of Rod Parsley. Now Obama says, wait a minute, I know what this feels like, and uh, I want to uh, support here John McCain. So when we come back, I'm going to play... Barack Obama. You want to hear Barack Obama coming to John McCain's defense. Um, Obama knows what this feels like with Jeremiah Wright, all the statements that were in the media. Also, when we come back, 1% of Americans do not believe in God, only 1%, but they sure do try to push the rest of us around. They don't want us to pray in public. They don't want us to pray in schools or at football games. They don't want students to bring Bibles to the classroom. They don't want Christian clubs to meet in the schoolrooms after hours. Why do they have this influence if only 1% of the people in America do not believe in God? We're going to talk about this with historian Bill Federer when we come back. This is Jerry Johnson live from Criswell College 
We'll be right back. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Now here's your host, Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications. You know, John McCain's having to deal with uh, his, uh, uh, Hagee, who said stuff that is mind-boggling. I don't attribute those statements to John McCain. Nobody, nobody thinks that McCain believes that stuff. And for McCain to then suggest that you know, every single statement that was made by somebody is somehow attributable to me is just wrong. All right, that's Barack Obama. He knows what it feels like uh, when his preacher makes silly statements or crazy statements, and he believes that John McCain should not be guilty by association with John Hagee or Rod Parsley. I do want to submit to you that the kinds of statements that Parsley and Hagee have made are different kinds of statements, different kinds of statements than what Jeremiah Wright made. But McCain should have known better. Seeking the endorsement of men he really didn't understand, talking about things that um, he would not agree with at all. Well, a new study coming out in USA Today says 1% of Americans, 1% are atheists. The rest, one way or the other, believe in God or some kind of a God. Why is it that the atheist pushed the rest of us around so much? Let's talk about it with historian William Federer. He's president of Amerisearch. He's written some great books on God and country. One of my favorite books is The Faith of FDR. Welcome to the program, Bill. Jerry, great to be with you. Bill, tell us about this study. I know you've written an op-ed about it. Uh, what are your reactions to this, this finding that 1% of Americans don't believe in God and the rest believe in some kind of a God? Well, you're right, Jerry. I mean, here daily we see news reports of atheists being offended by prayers at graduation ceremonies, offended at prayers at football games, offended at crosses or stars of David or Christmas carols or... Christmas trees or menorahs are offended at the Ten Commandments or under God and the Pledge. Uh, it, it doesn't stop. Uh, they're offended that a teacher might hint there is a creator in school. They're offended that Boy Scout Oath says, do my duty to God and my country, or offended at a cross on a veteran's memorial. And whereas the basic Christian teaching is to forgive when you've been offended, atheists are not taught that. So when they're offended, they protest, intimidate, threaten, and sue. <laughs> well, that's... And so, that's true. Uh, look, do you think that um, um, do you think this kind of a study um, really should wake Americans up to say, "Hey, wait a minute, we're in the majority; those of us who believe in God." Well, exactly. Lincoln, in his Gettysburg Address, said that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom. That government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. That's the genius of America. It's not a 
king. It's not a, a monarchy. It's not a totalitarian government with a few. It's the people get to be their own rulers. Well, lo and behold, we're no longer our own rulers. When 80%, and if you add up the numbers, 51.3% uh, of Americans identify themselves as evangelical or mainline Protestant, 23.9% Catholic, 1.6% Orthodox or other Christian. You add all that up, that's about 77%, according to this USA Today poll, that identifies itself as some denomination of Christian. Uh, then there's 1.7% Mormon, 1.7% Jewish, and when you go down the line, it's 0.7% Buddhist, 0.6% Muslim, 0.4% Hindu, and sure enough, only 1.6% atheist. And the classic definition of a tyranny is what? A minority forcing its will on a majority. Hey, let me stop you there, Bill, for a moment, because uh, you mentioned the word tyranny, and um, I'm thinking of the Declaration of Independence, that there's a self-evident truth that we are endowed by the Creator with certain rights, uh, isn't America itself, the freedoms we enjoy, isn't our freedom based upon a fundamental presupposition that there is a God and that that God gives us rights? Government can't give them. Government can't take them away. And what is the history of countries like China and Russia that come under atheist rule when it comes to human rights? Well, Jerry, you're making so much sense. I mean, Eisenhower once said, our founders had to refer to the Creator in order to make their revolutionary experiment make sense. In other words, how could we rebel against the King for taking away our God-given rights? If there is no God, we don't have any other rights than what the King gave us. No, our founders had to say we had a source for our rights higher than the government, and that was government, and the king was infringing on that. You know, I did an interview once with the, um, uh, the Washington Post, and the reporter said, well, now, am I trying to push my Christian views on America? And I said, well, well let me ask you a question. Where did equality come from? And uh, the reporter didn't know. I said, well, it certainly didn't come from Islam, because an infidel right. is not equal to a believing Muslim, a woman's not equal to a man. Equality didn't come from Hinduism, where they have all these castes, the lowest being the untouchables, and the untouchables have to clean the toilets and live outside of town and, and take care of the garbage. They're not equal to the Brahmin, which is the highest caste. And uh, in the former Soviet Union and in China, uh, they're atheistic. Your worth is dependent on your utility. If you can contribute to the state, you're worth more. If you cannot contribute to the state, you're voted off the island. Well, in America, you're equal not because you're a Muslim male or you're a Brahmin or you're useful to the state. You're equal. Why? Well, Democrat President Harry S. Truman said in his inaugural, we believe all men are created equal because we're created in the image of God. So just the very concept of equality is based on this idea that we're made equal in the image of God. You're listening to Jerry Johnson Live. Our guest is William Federer. He's president of AmeriSearch. He's also written a recent uh, fascinating look at the biography of George Washington Carver. He's also written a kind of an expose on Islam and Muhammad. Uh, William, uh, it's so good to have you back on the program. Let me ask you this question because you got these books. You got uh, Christopher Hitchens, God is Not Great. You got Dawkins writing about the God delusions, uh, delusion. Sam Harris, Letters to a Christian Nation. I mean, this has really been a two or three year period. Uh, bonanza in publishing for the atheist, 
Yet this study comes out that says, wait a minute, only 1% of the folks in America identify themselves as atheists. Um, what do you make of that? Well, this is the 1% forcing its will on the majority. So, you know, people say, well, we're a democracy. And then people say, well, no, accurately, we're a constitutional republic. Well, we're really not. We're at a tyranny, a despotism. We're a small group, like in California, where the majority of the state voted to have marriage be between a man and a woman. Four judges threw out the will of the people and enforced their own. And uh, let me ask you this, Bill. Do you think it's time, for instance, I mean, judges can be recalled in some states. They can be impeached in almost every state by the state houses. Do you think it's time that we look seriously at impeaching some judges? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And the reason politicians hesitate is they're afraid of not getting reelected because of the media. (laughs) And so it's important for us to understand that politicians only respond to public opinion. In other words, Senator Dirksen of Illinois once said, when I feel the heat, I see the light. And so we (laughs) need to say, look, we're a democratic form of government. It's the will of the people. We should not always be trumped by this minority atheistic view that is... And the other part of it is, atheism is a religion. People miss this. Um, You look at the Supreme Court case in 1960... There was an atheist that wanted to be a notary, and his name was Torcaso, and the lower court said no. He appealed it to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said he could be a notary, and that there were religions in the United States which do not acknowledge God, among them being secular humanism. In 1970, a guy named Welsh wanted to be a draft dodger and claim religious conscientious objector status. The lower court said no. He appealed to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court said an atheist is a religious conscientious objector. Um, even in 19, uh, I'm sorry, 2005 in Wisconsin, a prisoner wanted to have a non-Bible study Bible study. The lower court said no. He appeals to the federal court, and the federal judge says atheism is a religion. This person gets to have their little free thinkers, you know, study. And so you look up the word religion, it says a system of belief. And then you look up the word belief, and it says thoughts, opinions, or convictions, upon which one bases their actions. So as long as you and I are doing actions, we have thoughts that precede those actions, and that collection of thoughts is our belief system, is our religion. Well, as long as the government is doing actions, the government has thoughts that precede those actions, that collection of thoughts is the government's belief system or religion. So you can never have a separation of government and belief system. As long as the government's doing actions, it has somebody's thoughts underlying it. And when the atheist says, let's make it religion neutral, they're lying. Atheism is a religion. We want our thoughts in. Atheism is a religion, and unfortunately it is becoming the religion of American government. William Federer, president of AmeriSearch, historian, author. Thank you for being with us today. Well, thank you, uh, Jerry, and uh, it's always an honor to be on your great program. We'll have you back soon. All right, folks. Does God believe in atheists? I'm going to address that question when we come back. We're also going to hear a great analysis of atheism by Bill Buckley. Does God believe in atheists? What does the Bible say about inherent, ingrained, belief in God. I'm going to make a provocative statement when we come back and defend it. Does God believe in atheists? You'll get the answer when we come back. This is Jerry Johnson Live 
from Crystal College. Don't miss our special Memorial Day God in Country broadcast on Monday. If you're looking for a college experience that is distinctively Christian, come to Criswell College. Contact us today for information about the upcoming term. Criswell College places a strong emphasis on the Word of God, a Christian worldview, and being an effective witness to a world that needs Jesus Christ. Criswell College is totally committed to the Bible as the authoritative, inspired, and inerrant Word of God to ensure that every student receives a solid biblical and doctrinal foundation. Our worldview approach to ministry prepares every Criswell College student to view each academic discipline through a Christian frame of reference and to engage our culture and the world of ideas from a Christian perspective. Along with this word and worldview emphasis, each Criswell College student gets hands-on ministry training in missions and evangelism to be an effective witness through mission trips at home and abroad. Contact Criswell College today for information about the upcoming term. Call 1-800-899-0012 or on the web go to criswell.edu. That's chriswell.edu. I'm delighted to present my latest book, In Defense of Israel. This book will expose the sins of the fathers and the vicious abuse of the Jewish people. In Defense of Israel will shake Christian theology. It scripturally proves that the Jewish people as a whole did not reject Jesus as Messiah. It will also prove that Jesus did not come to earth to be the Messiah. It will prove that there was a Calvary conspiracy between Rome, the high priest and Herod to execute Jesus as an insurrectionist too dangerous to live. Since Jesus refused by word and deed to claim to be the Messiah, how can the Jews be blamed for rejecting what was never offered? Read it in this shocking expose in defense of Israel. All right, that's John Hagee. And what that commercial shows is that he's so pro-Israel and so pro-Jewish, he denies that Jewish people rejected the Messiah. Go figure that. And he's being accused today for being anti-Semitic because he said God allowed or maybe caused Adolf Hitler to hunt down the Jews to get them back to Israel. Well, Jesus did come to be the Messiah. Mr. Hagee's wrong about that. But if you understand God's sovereignty, God's providence, God working all things together for good, it's possible to see how you could say something like God allowed Hitler to do what he did and turned that bad thing into something good. If that's what Mr. Hagee meant, that's well and good. But McCain's not going to deal with those subtleties. He's just saying, I reject I reject the endorsement of John Hagee. I also reject Rod Parsley. He should have known better. He sought these men out. He was trying to get the evangelical vote. He's going to have to do better than that. And he only has a few months to get it right. We'll keep you updated on that development. But we've been talking about atheism. Only 1% of Americans say they're atheists. And they do push the believers around in the courts, at the schools. But uh, I want to talk about that 1%, and I want to explore the question, are they really atheists in their heart of hearts? Why would people be so mad? Why would they be so zealous 
to refute the existence of something they don't believe in. If you've seen Christopher Hitchens, or read a Sam Harris book, or Richard Dawkins, I mean, this is a cause, a cause to kill God or belief in God. And I want to say, I think they actually do believe in God, but they just want to kill him. They want to suppress that. Now, first, I want us to listen to the late Bill Buckley describing belief in God versus atheism. I've always liked the exchange featuring the excited young Darwinian at the end of the 19th century. He said grandly to the elderly scholar, how is it possible to believe in God? The imperishable answer was, I find it easier to believe in God than to believe that Hamlet was deduced from the molecular structure of a mutton chop. That rhetorical bullet has everything, wit and profundity. It's more than once reminded me that the skepticism about life and nature is most often expressed by those who take it for granted that belief is an indulgence of the superstitious. Indeed, they're opiate, to quote a historical cosmologist most profoundly dead. Granted that to look up at the stars comes close to compelling disbelief. How can such a chance arrangement be other than an elaboration near infinite of natural impulses? Yes, on the other hand, who is to say that the arrangement of the stars is more easily traceable to nature than to nature's molder? What is the greater miracle, the raising of the dead man in Lazarus, or the mere existence of the man who died, and the witnesses who swore to his revival? The skeptics get away with fixing the odds against the believer, mostly by pointing to phenomena which are only explainable, you see, by the belief that there was a cause for them, always deducible. But how can one deduce the cause of Hamlet, or of St. Matthew's passion? What is the cause of inspiration? This I believe, that it is intellectually easier to credit a divine intelligence than to submit dumbly to felicitous conjuries of nature. Easier to believe in God than to disbelieve. That's the point of Buckley. Well, what does the Bible say? I think the Bible teaches there are no sincere atheists. That's right. I think the Bible teaches there are no sincere atheists. So the answer to the question, does God believe in atheists? The answer is no. You say, prove it. Okay, let's go to Romans. Romans chapter 1 and 2 are Paul and 3, Paul really showing that we're all sinners and that we need a Savior. And he develops that theme in chapter 4 and chapter 5 and chapter 6. But first he has to get to the point that we're all sinners. But he says something about, I think, applying to atheism in Romans 1. He says, The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth. Suppress the truth. So Paul says, God is revealed, but they are suppressing the truth. Well, how is God revealed, Paul? He says in verse 20, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible attributes are clearly seen. His power, His Godhead, they are without excuse. But then he goes on to say, Although they knew God, they did not glorify Him. 
That is, they suppress this knowledge of God. They suppress this belief in God. And so, looking at the stars, as Buckley says, or looking at Hamlet, or looking at the complexity of a cell, or the eye, intelligent design, people know there is a designer, there is a God, and you can see something about His power and His Godhead. No one is without is without excuse. Well, through creation you can know there's a God. But also, Paul goes on in chapter 2 to say that everyone knows of God from conscience. He says, when the Gentiles who don't have the law do the things that contained in the law, it's a law to themselves. Their hearts, the law is written in their hearts, their conscience, bearing witness, accusing them or excusing them on the day of judgment. That is, that in your heart, There's this impulse, right and wrong, guilt, good and evil. Who put that there? God put that there. Everyone knows there's good and evil. Everyone knows in their heart there is a God. But Paul says we suppress that. So we may be moral atheists, but mentally, intellectually, actually, everyone knows there's a God. And instead of suppressing that knowledge... What people need to do is admit their guilt and come to Jesus Christ. Come to God for salvation because Jesus died on the cross to pay the penalty for our sin. He rose again three days later. He brings forgiveness. He brings new life. He brings hope if you will repent and believe. Next week, the president of the Southern Baptist Convention, Dr. Frank Page. You've been listening to Jerry Johnson Live, a Christian worldview radio show. Join Dr. Jerry Johnson, president of Criswell College and Criswell Communications, Monday through Friday at 5 p.m. for an hour of relevant discussion of news and culture from a Christian perspective.